This ain't jump. This ain't slam. The name of this record is Bounce. What's up, everybody? Jack Maloney back with Friendly Bounce, Hardwood Paroxysm Basketball Network. We're doing our special season preview podcasts. I got my guys Donnie and Chris with me. We're going to talk about the Detroit Pistons uh, right now. The Pistons last year, um, 32-50, and 12th in the East. Um, they lost Greg Monroe um, over the summer. He went to Milwaukee. Uh, but they brought in... A bunch of guys. They have Ersan Ilyasova, Aaron Bain, Steve Blake, uh, Marcus Morris, and Danny Granger, apparently, is on the Pistons now. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of roster moves for this Pistons team, and they have quite the roster. Like, I mean, Danny Granger is still on the team. Like, they gave a ton of money to Aaron Baines. Joel Anthony's hanging around. Like they traded Quincy Miller for Steve Blake in one of the most bizarre trades, unnecessary <laughs> trades of all time. Like I don't know. Like I feel like this team like has a lot of cool guys on it, but I don't know that they're gonna be that good. Like I don't know. It's 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 an interesting team though. Like they got Stanley Johnson in the draft. Like Andre Drummond's going to be dunking on people like i feel like this is a team that's going to be kind of fun to watch this is going to be the exact team Stanley Gunny wants they're going to do nothing but shoot three-pointers and play defense and Stanley Johnson is going to strike fear into everyone it's going to be awesome <laughs> and Drummond's going to dunk too which is my favorite part i love that Stan has realized i'm going to do everything i can to put this guy in a position to be successful i'm going to run Infinity pick and rolls. I'm going to get Ersan Ilyasova who can spread the floor to play next to him and not yep. crowd the floor like all the other guys he's played with and basically just do everything he can to put Drummond in a position to succeed. And I think Drummond's going to have just an amazing year because he's really, really talented. And now he's in like the perfect situation for him where pretty much his entire career he's been in one of the worst basketball situations he could be <laughs> playing with a front court guy who can't shoot, ask, you know, asked to do a lot of stuff he can't do. Now they're just going to focus on all his strengths, and I think it's just going to be awesome this year. Yeah, it definitely seems like a new atmosphere in Detroit. Like the last, you know, five, it kind of turned around last year, but before that, like four or five years, is just every single thing they did. You're just like, what? Like they gave like a ton of money to Charlie V and Nueva, and like and Ben Gordon at the same time. At the same time, like it's the teams were. Like bad yeah, and also like boring. Like, like it was just like the worst environment ever. And now, like, I don't know that they're necessarily be going to be like a great team. Um, like, they should be better than last year. But like, this actually seems like a team that you would want to watch. Like, like you said, a ton of pick and rolls with Drummond. Like, Reggie Jackson's pretty solid. Like, Contavious Caldwell Pope plays good defense. Like. Stanley Johnson, it's it's gonna be 
at least entertaining um, as compared to the last few years where it just didn't seem like they had any idea what they were doing. Like, right, and it seems like it's almost cliche, but I think in some cases it's true, and this is definitely one. They, you actually see an identity with the team now. You see what they're going to do. It's not just a bunch of guys mashed together. Right. They're not trying to play Josh Smith at the three. They know what they're going to do. They're going to pick and roll. And like you said, they're going to play a ton of defense. They're going to take a ton of threes. I'm a pretty big Contavious Caldwell Pope fan compared to most people. Obviously, he's a good defender, and I think he's going to be a good shooter. I think he's going to grow into one. He's got a balanced shot and, you know, has a good pump fake. I, I like him. Obviously, Jody Meeks coming off the bench. Their bench is a little weak. Uh mostly because I, I'm not a huge Marcus Morris believer, so I think Stanley Johnson's going to start eventually. But I don't like their bench all over, but you see an identity. You see the, the beginning of something here. Stan right. seems to be actually sculpting a team and not, you know, some <laughs> fantasy squad. Yeah, and, like, it might not work in the long run, but I feel like fans can respect, you know, Van Gundy saying, this is what we're going to do. We're going to you know, build our team around Drummond, we're going to space the floor, run pick and rolls with him while spotting guys up for for shots on the perimeter and just try to beat teams with defense. Like, at least you have something where it's, like you said, building an identity. Like, it might not work, but if fans see that, like, we're putting this plan in place and it's, like, a reasonable plan, like, they get behind that and that's, like, important too rather than just like let's just throw a bunch of money at random guys and just hope like we get the seventh seed like I mean it's not going to be built overnight but fans respond to like a somewhat of a plan than than just spending money blindly like, yeah the only thing I don't really like is the Reggie Jackson Brandon Jennings thing because right. I'm not sure you can have both those guys on the roster at the same time, just because, I mean, Jennings got hurt, and maybe he'll never be better than a backup point guard now, but, like, just, they gave all that money to Jackson, so really they're saying that Jennings isn't part of their future as a starting point guard, so they gotta, they, they kept him around, probably to use assets for a trade of some sort, but right now it's just a really weird fit. Yeah, I mean, they definitely, in my opinion, overpaid for Jackson, and like you said, I mean, with Jennings hurt, there's really not much they can do. In yeah. terms of getting rid of him now, they can just hope he plays well for like 15 games and they can get something for him. Yeah, I'm not a huge Reggie Jackson fan, but I think if he, he's another guy, if he's going to succeed in any type of role, it's going to be here where he's going to pick and roll to death. He's going to throw lobs to Drummond. And like, I wasn't a huge fan of his off the ball, but if, but if he's going to be running the show, but also he's not going to have to be like, quote-unquote, the guy on offense. I mean, this is about as an ideal. If he fails here, I don't think he'll work anywhere, I guess. Right. Yeah, so and David Gunny made Jameer Nelson into an all-star point guard. He <laughs> can make Reggie Jackson good. <laughs> yeah, I love Jameer Nelson, but all-star point guard? No. <laughs> and the thing with Drummond is, like, obviously Dwight's better. I'm not going to say Drummond's ever going to be as good as Dwight was in the peak, but it's just, like, it seems like Drummond's almost embracing everything Stan wants him to do more than Dwight ever did. Yeah. It's just run to the rim, run to the rim, block shots, rebound, run to the rim. And Drummond mm-hmm. seems to love doing that, which, I mean, matters for big guys. It's kind of an underrated thing. Like, if they're willing to do that without Drummond's not, like, 
I need ten post ups a game. Like yeah. that <laughs> that matters for that team. That's they can't. Dwight Howard started, started doing that after Orlando though. He didn't do that in, in Orlando. Yeah, yeah I guess Orlando. That's true. And you're right though, he is trying to make Trent Drummond into kind of the Dwight Howard part two, but with hopefully without the um, late backer injury. Because I do see a lot of similarities in the pick and roll. What I'm curious is what they're going to do is one thing Dwight was able to do in Orlando really well was he'd be able to do that quick post up where like you come across the paint, you catch the ball, you do one or two moves, then you put up a shot. I'm really curious if Drummond will be able to do that. Yeah, they that kind of tried at the beginning of last year. There was a lot of criticism kind of towards them that they were posting Drummond too much. But it was kind of because they knew it was a lost year, and it was like, well, let's see if he can. You could tell Stan, like, that wasn't going to be their end game. It was just, well, we might as well get him the experience now to see if he can. And to be honest, it didn't go very well. I don't know if they'll ever be able to do that, but, you, you know, it seems like they at least experimented with it. And I'm sure they will a little bit early in this year, too. But, man, yeah, I I don't think he'll ever get to that level where Dwight's just one or two dribbles Dunk or reverse right. post move because Dwight actually had counters at one point, and you just haven't even seen the beginning of a post move from <laughs> that looks like it's going to be something successful. Yeah, it's Drummond's not exactly a savant in the post. Um, oh God, I can see the criticism now. He has no post game. <laughs> He's not a real big man. And Brook Lopez is ten times better. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting really bad flashbacks right now. <laughs> what, um, Let's just what talk about Stanley Johnson. Yeah, I, I was just going to bring him up. What do you guys think about Stanley Johnson? Like, There is a lot of people who kind of criticize them for taking him when Winslow was still available. Um, I, I saw him up close last year for Arizona. Um, I mean, I didn't... That dude is pure muscle. Yeah, like he is so big. It's crazy. I mean, I've said I've said this before on, I think on a podcast, but like, seeing him up close is just like, I mean, you know how, like, all NBA guys are big, but like, this dude is just so built, like, it's ridiculous. Coming out of college. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, now he gets NBA trainers. <laughs> he's I, just going to be he's such a monster physically. Like, he's going to be yeah. someone that you hate playing against because he's just going to beat you up. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, I I had him, I thought him and Winslow were kind of a coin flip away from each other. Like, I didn't get the extreme backlash on the pick. Mm-hmm. And I think, honestly, the back Winslow is shooting really well for two weeks. Like, Winslow doesn't heat up in the tournament like that. They're thought of as just the same guy. Yeah, that's fair. They're very that the amount of backlash that Went their way. Gonna be real. I think, like you said, Johnson's gonna be a lot of fun to watch because he's he just. It'll be interesting to see him fill out even more. I think he's gonna grow into one of the sturdiest guys in the league. Yeah. Plus, I don't like saying that they're the same player though, because I feel like Winslow has more potential as a creator, while Johnson has more potential as a scorer slash bruiser. No, I didn't mean they're the same player. I just meant like value wise, they were the same. I thought they would be the same if Winslow didn't have that hot two-week stretch. Like, they're, they're very different players. I just meant, like, that their value to me, I would have been fine with them taking either of them, and I didn't really get the backlash against them taking Johnson. 
like Winslow was a tier ahead of him or something. I thought they were similar players in my mind in terms of value. Right, and I remember seeing people saying that like they were like similar players in style too, which I thought was weird. Really? Yeah, it was, yeah that's weird. I don't, think, like, I don't really they, get that at all. Like, they took the worst version of they took the worst version of Winslow, and I was like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, play similar positions, I guess that counts. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's yeah. it. I mean, Winslow, Winslow got his. They're both stock left-handed. Sky high. He was like what projected to be yeah. top four. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, uh, Johnson. As we're recording this on on Tuesday, the the Pistons just had their their first preseason game earlier tonight, and Johnson played thirty four minutes when. Uh, eight of seventeen for twenty six points, with four assists and a couple steals. Like this dude's gonna be so good. Yeah, it's. I mean, I didn't watch it, but it sounds like he had a good night. He went three of six from three, so that's a good sign. Um, and your your boy your boy KCP went six of seven from from three, Donnie. I, I mean, he was one of those guys, obviously. I was a Bulls fan. He was one of those guys kind of midway through the year. I was like, ooh, I'd really like it if the Bulls played this guy. And then he kind of played his stock up to where they wouldn't have any chance at him. Yeah. So I've kind of followed him since, you know, midway through his last year of college. And I just, I don't know, I, I, he always seemed like the perfect role player to me. Like, you see some guys in college that the way they play, you're like, oh, that's going to translate when he's on the forward better guys. Mm-hmm. Caldwell Pope always seemed like that. And, I mean, his name's Contavious, so you root for him. That's like the best first name in the NBA. Basically, <laughs> he had a weird year last year where he couldn't shoot. Right. Yeah. That's why I said I think he's going to be a good shooter, but he got so many looks that I'm like, that's going. Nope. <laughs> that was so weird last year. Like, he's a good shooter. So last year when he couldn't make anything, it was just weird. All right. Yeah. I think he'll be all right. But yeah, it was because it wasn't even like he was taking bad shots or he wasn't getting open looks. It was just even when he was open. He was missing shots, but like I said, one year could just be noise, could be him developing. I I think he's going to be not like a all star level player or anything, but a really good piece for them moving forward. Weird. You guys got any final thoughts on the Pistons before we wrap things up here? With Michael K. Gilchrist getting hurt, the Pistons are probably my pick to get the eighth seed in the East. That's fair. Yeah, I mean I got them right there, too, and uh, I, I think they're going to be, like you said, just them having an identity with a guy who's a little bit underappreciated because he's been mismanaged the years past in Drummond. I think they're going to be a lot of fun to watch, and obviously Stan's really entertaining on the <laughs> sidelines. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to Pistons basketball, oddly enough. This year. Yeah, that's it's been a while since anyone said that. Uh. <laughs> I think that's a, I think that's a wrap on the Pistons. Let's um, just build a f- wall and end this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a wrap. I'm Jack. That's my guys, Donnie and Chris. Here's DJ Los Latino playing us out. Peace. This ain't jump. This ain't slam. The name of this record is bounce.